You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, writer at Mavs.com. It's Summer League, Isaac Harris. Summer League. Is Boogie going to play in Summer League? <laughs> uh, LeBron James already ducked De'Aaron Fox. <laughs> is anybody remember, that was a, remember that was a thing last year? Everybody was ducking Fox. Yeah, Lonzo, Like they Lakers. were not showing up. Yeah, yeah. Lonzo, Ingram, Kuzma, does LeBron. Any, does any star want to play with LeBron right now? Oh. Hey, you know what star does? Stars that are born ready, Isaac. Born ready. All right. <laughs> which, which signing threw you off the most? Of the Lance. Lakers. Lance at 4.4 million. Rondo has to be the the one that threw me off the most. Lance at four, who's who is going to pay Lance at all? At least Rondo played well last year and played in the playoffs well. Like I'm down for throwing Lance out there and like defending somebody and doing something decent. Rondo, I mean, he's just a like he's not going to be able to shoot at all. Like LeBron, you know that over the last 3 years Rondo has shot 36% from 3. Oh, no. He's still awful, but <laughs> at least he's had some good playoff moments. Remember his his series with the Bulls before he got injured. Everybody was like, "Man, they're gonna they're gonna upset this team." Uh, yeah, Lance threw me off at four point four. That was like, dang. The Rondo one was like understandable, but nine is still a lot. That's a lot of money. Like, Twelve's man. a lot for Caldwell Pope. <laughs> yeah, that, that's just a clutch thing. But yeah, he's like the new J.R. Smith. Just, Which is, he's like exactly JR's <laughs> less athletic, but I mean, just all these signings were just weird as crap. Just weird. Javale was good. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind Javale for that, but yeah, it just at this point. And if Lance was at the minimum, I would understand that too. But he's, but like at four million, really, like it's just really? reaching the point to where no matter if they trade for Kawhi, those are still we- very weird moves because, yeah. like, I mean, it seems like the tr- Kawhi trade. You know, even with like Lonzo and whatever, like it, you know, will it happen or not? But it's just, I don't know. I mean, I'm not complaining. <laughs> I never care for Lakers too much anyway. You I know my love I, for we've, LeBron. We've completely buried the lead today. <laughs> we've completely buried the lead because uh, Demarcus Boogie Cousins is now a Golden State Warrior. What? We're gonna okay. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. That's something we're definitely gonna talk about tonight. Then uh, we'll talk about your first impressions from summer league practice because the Mavericks had a practice. Like the Mavericks are back. They're organized. They're back together. It's yeah. it, it just seemed like the season just ended, and now all of a sudden they're back in the gym. Dennis with Junior spoke to the media today. Uh, Costas and Dacumbo talked to the the media today, right? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. And uh, and so we'll talk about that a little bit, and then uh, Seth Curry. Is no longer no longer with us. R.I.P. He's gone. He went to uh, salary salary cap hell in uh, Portland. <laughs> he took over so, Shabazz Napier's role, which I think is really good for him. But we'll talk about that. So that's what we're getting to tonight, guys. Thank you so much for joining us, Locked On Mavs. You can follow me at Nick Van Exit. You can follow Isaac at Isaac L Harris. You can follow us there, and you can also follow us on Locked 
on Mavs. And thanks to everybody for getting your iTunes reviews questions in. We're still opening that up. Just anybody, if you have questions about anything, put it in the iTunes review, five-star review, and then we will answer them. So thanks to those that did. We still have some questions in the tank that we are going to do when it slows down a little bit. But the NBA is just not slowing down no. because uh, DeMarcus Cousins signed with the Warriors for their mid taxpayers mid taxpayer exception. Uh, so he's going to be making $5 million next year. And uh, holy cow. this this The death lineup, I I think the death lineup is still their best lineup, even with, even with Boogie. But... Boogie gives them just an insane change of pace. Like, like a, it's almost like a pitcher that has like, you know, you have these two pitch, three pitch pitchers and they're like lights out. They're lights out with those three pitches and they just dominate everybody. And then all of a sudden they come in the next summer and they added a pitch and you're like, Oh my gosh, what are we supposed to do with this guy? Now he has these four pitches. You know what I mean? Like that his, his original three are still his bread and butter, but he's got that fourth one that he can just like rip by you. And man, it's wild. They're gonna like if things slow down in the playoffs, they throw Boogie out there. They're just gonna dominate. They're just gonna dominate. Yeah, I mean, obviously, when it came across my phone, I was just sat there and I said, "Oh my gosh!" And I literally showed my phone to my you wife. Just, okay, this is how I found out. You texted me, "What on God's green earth?" And then I I, I hadn't looked at it because I was doing I was unpacking some stuff in my house, and uh, you just said, "What on God's green earth?" I was like, "What are you talking about?" And I checked Twitter and I said, "Oh." I sat there. My wife can attest that I just literally sat there. We're, my sister's visiting uh, tomorrow, and so I just was I was putting out her cot, and I just like lay down on the cot and just looked up at the ceiling and was like, "What? I need a minute just to like process this." I made it. You know what? I immediately thought I was like, "Did I put notifications on a fake Shams account?" <laughs> yeah. And like, and they even it's like a, Shams with an O. <laughs> <laughs> and I clicked on it, I went to Twitter, and I just saw all of Twitter just erupting like a volcano. And I just started laughing. I was like, this is really funny. And now that more of it's came out a little bit, Mark Spears just went on ESPN Sports Center and stuff and was talking about he talked to Boogie. I have a couple thoughts on it. I Did mean, you see the Mark Spears comment? The Pelicans didn't even make an offer. Yeah, I just retweeted that. The Pelicans didn't even make an offer, and they said he didn't have any significant offers on the table. And, you know, he's, he said that he – or Chris Haynes reported that he was down to Golden State and Boston for the, his last two – I think that's just Boston just throwing that in there just to say that they funny. tried. You know? it, it, so I feel like you're boogie. I don't the Portland know. thing too. There's a, there's a Portland rumor oh, yeah, that yeah. they were going to do a sign-and-trade for him. That's just Portland trying to tell Damian Lillard that they tried. <laughs> we tried really hard. Yeah. Um, but, no, I, I just have a couple things. I Like, I don't – I don't get the just uproar over all this stuff. Like there's a reason why he didn't get offered a bunch of money. And yeah. it's just like yeah. he didn't get significant contract offers from all these teams, including our team. And he didn't, you know, that's the case. So it's like, okay, I'm sure he probably had deals on the table for like 10, 15 million, 12 million, something like that. I'm pretty sure he probably had that. But if you're sitting there saying, if you're boogie and you're like, Hey, why not sacrifice five million and go in a ring and hit the market next summer? And there's no, there's absolutely no pressure on you of like this yeah. coming season, like rehab it, take your dang time, have fun. He's gonna have a blast this year. And like my whole thing with it is, and I tweeted this out: if people don't like it, if teams don't like it, and if players don't like it, start taking less money. Because we hear all this all this time about all these star players that say, I'm just I'm just all about winning. All right. I'm just all about winning. 
Are you? Yeah. Are you? Because like Paul Boogie Cousins just put his <laughs> put his like you know his foot down and proved proved it. Okay, and like I'm I guarantee you he had offers on the table more than five million. But he said, you know what? I actually do want to win, <laughs> and I'm gonna give I'm gonna give up some money, and I'm gonna go sign for a crazy you know amount. But if players are all about winning, stop complaining. I don't want to see any complaining on Twitter tonight because somebody, nope. if a team comes at you and gives you a massive contract, you're going to take it. And then you're going to be in Brooklyn for the next five years. But you're going to complain about Boogie? What? Especially if they come to me and offer that. I'll have no idea what they're doing offering me that contract. Yeah, it's the, it's the perfect place for him. He gets to rehab. There's absolutely no pressure on him. Like, there's no pressure on him. Yeah. And with the Warriors... This can rejuvenate them. This gives them another guy to, you know how they, you know, when JaVale McGee goes out there and does something stupid, they, you know, they laugh about it. <laughs> like they're going to just watch DeMarcus and be like, oh, there's going to be all these kind of moments. He can take his time to come back. He's not going to have to be rushed. Like if he got signed to Dallas, there'd be, there'd be a lot of pressure on him to come back. For sure. And now like, you know, when the Warriors seem like to just hit that wall, like midway through the season to where it's exactly. just like they're bored. Yeah. They're going to get know. him back. They're, they're, they just get bored because they know the regular season is regular season. All of a sudden, Boogie's just going to come out of nowhere and be like, all right, here's our jolt of energy. And it's going to be. And they're going to start him. And they're going to start him. And they're going to start that lineup. They're going to have some stuff to figure out. And that's that. I mean, that can energize a team, you know, having something new to try to figure out, you know. As a, as a, and, also, like we joked about Kevin Durant, a lot of people saying Kevin Durant leaving. That gives the Warriors another guy to where if Durant leaves next summer, keep Boogie. <laughs> you know, they'll like have his, they'll have his ring. There you go. So it's like you know that's the crazy part about it. If he does come back and is you know at least eighty percent of the player he was before, it it softens the blow a little bit. Uh, if Kevin Durant goes to like a New York or something like that. And as a Mavs fan, I'm okay with it because it's not like he helps another random team. Like I think this yeah. takes New Orleans out of it. Even though I like the Julius Randle signing. I th- I- no, they're still in. I'm still in on them. Ooh, I don't know. Even though their point guard situation is really weird now that No Rondo, coming. no Boogie. I don't know. That's a lot of faith in Alfred Payton and Julius Randle. Which oh, you bashed I forgot a lot. they added Alfred Payton. So that's my. That's, I bashed him a lot because I didn't like the fit in Dallas, and neither did the Mavericks because they didn't even go after him at all. Uh, I think for the right price, you go after anybody for the right price. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, obviously, it. Oh, well, what I, don't, I forgot what he ended up getting, but yeah, I mean that. That's the thing. Like as a Mavs fan, we already had the Warriors penciled in at one you know in the yeah, playoffs thing. Yeah, we just didn't change any of we that. just walked through the playoffs you know you know on yesterday's pod randall's but, was a two-year 18 million by the way would you rather have randall at two years 18 or rondo at one at for nine randall and a heartbeat i know um, it doesn't make any sense no sense at all but no so like that's the thing as a Mavs fan it, it you know it doesn't make another team out there you know, if he went to Portland for some reason, I mean, that's another for sure locked team into the playoffs if he went to Portland. So he goes to the Warriors, the rich get richer. I'm I'm okay with it. I think it just challenges the league. Um, and, I mean, they can't last forever. So just roll it. And, I mean. That's what you think. And, honestly, did we really think somebody was going to beat Golden State next year? This doesn't change it. Like who? No. Who yeah, cares? LeBron doesn't change it. <laughs> no, there's nothing yeah. that was going to happen this off season. You know, barring Anthony Davis going to Boston and they didn't, they're them not giving up a lot. 
like that would change Golden State winning the title. So like they're gonna win. Like they're gonna be the overall favorites either way. So I don't care. I think it's funny, and I know a lot of fans are just <laughs> and stop. If you're guys, if you're one of those guys that's that tweeted out last night or tonight or today, whenever you listen to this, it said, "I'm done with the NBA." No, you're not. You're listening so to stupid. you're listening to yeah. an NBA podcast right now, so you're not done with the NBA. you're gonna gonna watch yeah exactly exactly and this is i mean this is not one of those things to get by you know the the league has to stop this you know this is they should veto this trade by the way the only reason why and my my brother-in-law actually texted this to me today he said can the league veto this and i said no the only reason why they were able to veto the chris paul trade was because the league owned the majority of the Hornets at that time. Yeah. That was that whole thing where they were moving from. They were moving from Twitter forgets right. that key key part of that story. Yeah, that's, that's it. I I saw a couple of NBA players tweet about this today. Uh, that you know, oh, they should have vetoed this. I'm like, really, guys? They, that was when they were moving from Oklahoma City back to you know back to New Orleans and this, that, that whole thing, that whole fiasco, and uh, and the league owned part of it, and so. They were able to do that, and that's why the basketball reasons was the reason. And it was ridiculous at the time, and I hated it, and I was a very outraged <laughs> young person. But, um, but it, I guess it worked out. Do they still do they still get LeBron if they have Chris Paul? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, all right. Before we talk about summer league practice, and before Isaac tells us how tall Kosis Adnetokubo really is, because I think it matters. Let's take a quick break. All right, Isaac. How tall is Costas and Vanakubo really? What well, you know, we, we Nick and I had this thing last year of we would always talk about players uh, that we see in person for the first time or different times up close that look smaller than <laughs> look smaller Denzel than Valentine. what they expect. Yeah, like Denzel <laughs> Valentine, or they just look crazy bigger, like a Gobert or Anthony Davis yeah, or, or Giannis. Anthony Davis, like people that are just like physical freaks and stuff like that, and. We, when today, just seeing some of these guys for the first time, first off, some of these guards that are on the roster, some of the roster, no clue who they are. And I think there's some of the Australian guys. Yeah, there's <clears> some <throat> bunch of random dudes on the roster. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah, and they're all like in a group together, and like no one was like really watching them shoot. But two things, two opposite things. Jalen Brunson, a uh, little bit smaller than what I, you know, just in person. Um, yeah. Super narrow sh- shoulders and um, a little bit shorter than I thought. But dude, I, I swear he only missed like one shot while I was watching him. Him and Do- him and Dorian Finney-Smith were doing these uh, threes together. And first off, Dodo's shot. I know he's been working on it for like two years, but it, it it really does look completely different now. There's no hitch at all. It's kind of he kind of shoots it in front of him now. It's kind of weird, but um, that should be fun to watch. So it's better. It should be better, yeah. I mean, he shot it. It seemed like be. he's shooting better. He is probably. I'd have to look this up, but I think he is the worst summer league shooter in summer league history. <laughs> he he honestly goes to summer league and like looks like he forgets to sh- know how to shoot. <laughs> it is wild. Like he shot he shot worse in summer league than he does in the regular season against NBA players. Hmm. It's just a weird thing for him. Yeah. Well, this will be yeah, his, this, his this, moment. This, this summer league squad is really weird. So Josh Adams, I remember him. He was on the team last year. He's uh, the guy from Wyoming. He plays played with Larry Nance. He was in this like massive car accident. White dude remember, with tattoos. 
I remember I did a story on him for a Mavs fanatic when I was still with them. Oh, talked to Larry Nance and like this whole thing he did. He paid for like a bunch of his medical bills and did like this hmm. whole fund uh, GoFundMe for him. It was inter- it was an interesting story. Costas uh, obviously, Jalen Brunson, Doncic, Finney Smith, Jalen Jones, Jonathan Motley, Dennis Smith Jr., Ray Spalding, second round pick. All those guys are the normal people. Then there's like the randos. So there's Josh Adams obviously, uh, a guy named Mitch Creek. He's a six five guard from uh, Australia. He's he's one from Australia. Uh, Phil Green, he's a guard from uh, St. John's. Uh, Dop Reef, Duop Reef, D U O P. How fun is that? that? Yeah, how do you? <laughs> he's a six uh, eleven guy from Australia. And then uh, Jacob Wiley, or yeah, Jacob Wiley from Eastern Washington. He's a forward, six eight forward. Born in ninety four, so he's like twenty four already. Yeah, those are some of the random guys that um, people did. Those are random. Um, but no, yeah, Brunson, he just, I mean, you saw it. He was just super smooth. The shot looked nice. I mean, he's just raining threes. Uh, I thought just a general observation. When he finished all of his drills, he went around to all of the assistant coaches and, like, dapped them up, all this stuff. And, you know, first day. I mean, this is first NBA day for all did of Did he have his backpack? <laughs> no, he didn't. Um, and then, like, on the far end was the group of bigs. And, that, of course, that's something a lot of people are looking at. That was Ray Spalding, Jonathan Motley, uh, Costas, and somebody else I'm forgetting. One, oh, the the other big guy that you said. the You spelled his name. He's super tall. But anyway. Dwop. Yeah, him. <laughs> Dwop. <laughs> um, they, were taking, they were taking threes, different stuff. That's when we, when we first saw, uh, saw, saw Costas and... I was like, whoa, like that is, of course there was today, there was an insane amount of media people there. I walked in, I was like, oh my gosh, what are all all these people doing here? And I think they all came for Luca. Obviously Luca didn't practice today because um, he was doing his physical and like all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, there was a crazy amount of people there. Everybody, even Mav staff was like, whoa, this is uh, pretty (laughs) crazy. Some of these people we don't see at all uh, until like, the Warriors game, but They're coming out of the woodwork, <laughs> but, uh, but no, so they got, uh, coach Mosley first and, um, you know, he, Jamal Mosley's coaching the summer league team for the Mavericks. And because you're not going to drag Rick to that. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> if we can't drag Rick to overtime, to overtime. In, <laughs> in a, like a regular season game, yeah. he won't go. <laughs> um, but no, Mosley's awesome. And, you know, he's run, running everything right now. And, you know they they pretty, they said you know Dennis is going to play at least one game so that that's cool and uh, to at least see Dennis for a game in Vegas um, they're very clear on Luca their general answer was it's to be determined on Luca playing in summer league didn't completely shoot it down yeah I think they'll play like a game I think him and Dennis will play a game I don't know the, if they'll the play Lakers a game. have been doing this the Lakers have been doing this with the last couple of years where they like Ingram played one game last year. You know, they'll play like their guys like one game and then yeah. they'll take them out. Play them like a half at least and <laughs> see what it looks like. I just want to see them on the court together. I think everybody else does. Oh, too, man. Obviously. People's going to die to see this. Um, oh. But no, that yeah, that was cool. So after Mosley, Mosley talked for a while and people just drilled him about a bunch of different little things and, and all that. But then they got Costas. They may ask a really dumb question. Um. I love the dumb question. Costas, they they were asking random stuff about his name. This one dude, because they, they know nothing about it. This one dude just kept on drilling him about his name, 
and I mean, it got some like funny answers from. It. So like Costas, <laughs> we were talking about this before we hit recording. I mean, this is his first day as an NBA player, and he, you know, he's a kid, yeah. he's a rookie, and dude was like a deer in headlights. I mean, he was smiling from ear to ear. Like, you can look around all the reporters, and everybody else was smiling because it was, like, contagious because he was so excited to be there. And so <laughs> just, like, answering everything, trying to be professional. And he was asked, you know, he, had, he was asked multiple times about his brother, and he's like, you know. Comparing. His brother, Thanias? Yeah, that one. Um, okay. he did, he did say they're similar, like body build that they're both long and lanky. He wasn't lying with that. I mean, this dude is so big. Like I told Nick, I swear it looked like he was like two or three inches taller than Motley. And, you know, Motley seems like, you know, a big guy out there and he just, his legs look so long. It's just like one of those guys where you just hope he just sticks in Frisco and see what they can develop. His shot's a little funky. I mean, it is. It's that's why I played at Dayton. <laughs> it definitely has some uh, some room to grow with it. But man, if he could turn into a rim rolling lob, if threat, he grows like three more inches, then oh that. my gosh, dude! I mean, he is he's a big dude. And but he was talking about his his name and it was one of the funniest moments. He had some he has really funny like facial expressions, and he was talking about his name and they say like, well, how hard is it for you like people like when you have to give your name to different things? And he said, well, for Uber, I just make up a fake name. He said, I usually give him <laughs> Gus. Like. <laughs> he gives the Uber driver Gus, and then he was talking about like food and stuff and other people. He says he he uses uh, Trey. He just uses Trey, and like so. Then they're like, "What do we call you?" And people ask about a nickname, and he's like, "I really don't have a nickname." People want to say Greek Freak 2.0, but and they're like, "What about Trey?" And I'm like, "I'm never gonna call him Trey." Like, yeah, never. Gonna call him, it's no. So dumb. Um. Also, wouldn't he be Greek Freak 4.0? I don't know, would he? I don't. I, I there's four how of many them, brothers right? there are. Yeah, there's. I think there's four. Huh. He's either 3.0 or 4.0 because there's. Giannis, Thanias, Kostas, and I think there's one more. I gotta Google this because now I want to know <laughs> um, how many Greek freaks are there. <laughs> how many Greek freaks? No, nah, so like that. Yeah, he was super fun, super polite to talk uh, to the media. You know, he, it, this was interesting because you know Dennis came after him, but both of them, Alexis, how's Alexis? Uh, I don't know. And Francis, is there five? Oh my gosh. Oh my. Okay, wait. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep that. Um, but no. With 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 um, Costas, he was asked about playing with DeAndre, and you know we're obviously in the moratorium right now, and it gets a little iffy in what people can say, what team employees can say. Obviously, I have a little bit more freedom talk being able to talk on this podcast. It kind of like Skin Wade does. Yeah. So like Skin Wade. Has, like he's on 105.3 and he talks he talks about everything. Yeah, he can say whatever he wants, so I can say whatever I want. Um, but no, like you know, he was asked about DeAndre. Dennis was asked about DeAndre, and the both just talked so freely about it. And it was it's one of those things where like, okay, it is a done deal, but like everything in the past is in the back of your mind. Man, like, okay, this isn't a done deal yet. Um, not, yeah, seriously. Not until it's we, we've done this before, uh, so that was a little weird. But so yeah, they got Dennis over and. Man, it you know, Dennis is. If you want to get excited about the season, Dennis will do that for you. And he's just he's ready to go. He's chomping at the bit. Um, he was asked about LeBron going to LA, and he was just pretty straightforward. He said, "I ain't concerned with that." 
And that was a pretty tough answer. I like that. But <laughs> one of the coolest moments, and, you know, it's going around Twitter a lot today. They asked him about Luca and just like someone, I forgot what the question was, the relationship or whatever it was. And Dennis said, yeah, you know, we've been texting, we've been talking, you know, he praised his IQ and just everything that Luca has as a basketball player. But he told him, he said, you know, I've been texting Luca and stuff. I told him when he gets back to like the States, back to Dallas, you know, to hit me up. And Luca had his super long flight back to Dallas, um, two days ago, I guess, when you're listening to this and he had a super long flight and, you know, most people, and I mean, Nick and I were talking about this before we hit record. Most people was just going to go home and go to sleep. And cause you know, Dennis, yeah. Dennis said he got back, his flight got back in super late. And I'm like, if I'm fine, a super long flight, I'm definitely going to just go home and go to sleep. And Luca, even though Dennis did tell him, Hey, hit me up, you know, whenever you get back, whatever, Luca could have just hit him up the next day. Luca hit him up that night. And they both went up to the facility together, both got up shots together and, you know, were there for over an hour. So Dennis said he was there for like three hours and I just don't Let's think. Let's go. I, yeah, work, I don't summer th- work. I don't think you can really oh, like put like, that's just awesome. I mean, just that, yeah. that is your rookie from last year. This is your, your new guy now. They're going to be your young stars of the team. That they're already texting and talking. That they're already getting up shots together. Like I mean, making it like a big effort to make this happen. And the fact that they're in there late, probably around midnight after Luca just flew halfway across the world, probably, and that they're in Dallas in the practice facility getting up shots. Like that's that makes a Dallas Mavericks fan very. You happy. think Dennis is a key to the to the practice facility? How does he get in there? Possibly. Yeah. Interesting. Also, I have word on the Antetokounmpo brothers. Oh, so there's Francis. He's the oldest one. Okay. Then Thanias is the second oldest. He's older than Jan. They're both older than Giannis. Then Costas is the next one in line. And then there's Alexis. He's younger than Costas. Interesting. So there is five. There is five. So he is Greek Freak 4.0. But. Francis apparently I, I have never seen him in any basketball circles, so I don't know if he does. Okay. That was my next thing. It's Alexis and Francis. And they don't have their own Wikipedia pages, so I'm guessing <laughs> <laughs> So I'm guessing they don't, but all right, that's a little bit uh, of uh, a practice. Do you have anything else from practice? Um, no. Saad asked Dennis about Brunson if it's weird that Brunson's gonna be a rookie and Brunson is two years older than him. <laughs> and Dennis Daddy, goes Yeah, that is weird. Dennis goes, No, it's not. He's still gonna be my rook. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was uh, that was pretty cool, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, it was cool to talk to Dennis, see some of these guys up up close. I know um, you know they have practice every day this week, so we're gonna talk to a bunch of them. I know the plan is for Luca to get in there and join practice, whether that's on um, Tuesday or Wednesday, something before they leave because they leave on Friday. So um, we'll see, or they leave on Thursday, whatever one, and. Um, yeah, man, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to see some of these guys in action come the weekend. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for summer league games. I'm mad this is the first year. I thought I was going to do like a summer, like summer league every single year. I went the last two years, and I can't go this year. So dun, dun, I'm, dun, upset, dun. I'm upset about that. But hopefully like Dennis and Luca will only play like one game, and it'll be like, okay, it was worth it. Cause yeah, I don't think that they're going to play very long. <laughs> no, 
No, no, no. It'll be like a... We're going to get a lot of Brunson and Spalding pick and pops, pick and rolls. <laughs> which I'm fine with. With, with Coast is just like waddling around. Yeah. <laughs> with both, with all three of those those guys. I want to see Finney Smith. It'd be nice if, for Finney Smith to have a really good summer league. Yeah, that'd be really good for him. All right, before we go, before we uh, get to our last thing, Isaac, talking about Seth Curry. Actually, hold on. Let me read you that. Coming up next, we will tell you why losing Seth Curry was the best thing to ever happen to the Dallas Mavericks, the Under Armour brand, the Curry family, and Seth Curry himself. Coming up next on the Locked On Mavericks podcast. All right, Isaac, tell us why losing Seth Curry is the best thing to ever happen. <laughs> it's not the best thing ever happened. Um, I mean, we've been joking. So, so the news is that uh, the Portland Trailblazers signed Seth Curry to a one-year deal? No, I think it's two years with a player option. Two years. Uh, so it's a one plus one with yeah. uh, for a $2.75 million. I don't know if that's per year. Wow, we're, we're very good on the info today. I. So they released Napier and Pat Connaughton, and they replaced them with Seth Curry. Seth's cool, but I think I would rather have both of those guys over Seth Curry. Yeah, I think I'm with you too. <laughs> Especially since Seth is kind of an unknown since he's coming off of a you know season where he didn't play at all. <laughs> now that's a cheap contract for him for sure, and I understand taking the shot at because when Seth was healthy, he's a very good three point shooter, and if you do get a healthy Seth Curry, that's a that's a good six man. Coming off the bench for Portland. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I just didn't see the fit with Dallas. That was the only thing. When we were, you know, was it 24, 48 hours ago, and there were reports out there saying, you know, we still have Yogi, you know, trying to bring Yogi back, Devin, and then Seth, and we still have J.J. Brunson, Dennis. I'm like, all right, how many guys are we going to have under 6'3 on our <laughs> roster? Can have six. Um, so I was worried. You know, I think we said on yesterday's pod, it's pretty much going to come down to a choice, I think, between Yogi and Seth. I think that's what literally you said. And um, yeah. we both kind of leaned. I think we thought that they would pick Yogi on that. But uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see Yogi's, like, price, what that looks like compared to Seth and kind of how that fits with that. But, yeah, I mean – Seth had a very weird year last year. I don't think anybody except expecting him to sit out the whole year, but you wish the best to him. I don't understand. I will say this. I, I feel like right now that some people are like freaking out that we lost Doug and Seth. I'm like, oh my gosh, I thought we'd have one of them back. You know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I definitely wanted Doug back, but it's not the end of the world that both of these guys are gone. I don't, yeah. I don't, we didn't see that. Seth at all last year. And, we only saw Doug for twenty six games, so yeah. so yeah, I don't I don't get the freak out mode over that, but the deal was a two point seven five guaranteed next year, and then a player option on the second. Okay, so so uh, the fit in Portland, he does he does fill that Shabazz Napier role. I think he'll he'll fill that really well. Um, him and McCollum are fairly redundant. I don't think you can play them together. No, I mean we we joked for a long time. This is what you would wish in a pipe dream that Seth would become is CJ McCall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he'll be, he'll be their third guard, I guess be the first guard off the bench for him. And hope just hopefully he can stay healthy. Yeah. Portland's doing some weird things. <laughs> very, very weird things. Who else did they sign this so far this summer? Well, they let Ed Davis go and then they, they drafted Anthony Simons 
signed Seth Curry and they drafted somebody else. That was uh, kind of an odd pick too, I think. I think it was another guard. But I can't remember who it was though. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then last year they picked like double big men. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know what's going on with them. It's, it's kind of a, kind of a weird thing up there. Uh, would you be surprised if da- if one of those two guards is traded this year? I feel like this is the year. Um. I yes. I think that there there is a decent chance that that happens, but I I can almost see Dame before CJ. But what about Portland versus Washington? The four guards. Who trades one of the guards first? Oh man, that's a good one. Uh, I'm gonna say Portland mainly because it's the West, and. Yeah. Like, they're just going to look at it and be like, I mean, I feel like there's like five teams right now in the East saying, holy crap, we, like LeBron's finally gone. Now it's just like up in the air. Let's just try to run this thing back and see. I love I loved Joe House on the uh, Bill Simmons podcast today where he's like, LeBron literally leaves to go to the West and the, the Washington Wizards are still the sixth best team in the East. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they can't even move up even when LeBron totally leaves. That's funny. Uh, I will okay. say this the long term effect of Anthony Davis on today. What happened? Does this speed up his eventual departure from New Orleans? Yeah, I was just going to say if that. Rondo and Boogie now gone, if they t- if they do take a step back, if if Randall and Alfred Payton do not give them that, if they take a step back and they're not going to make the playoffs this year or they have a bad start, does this accelerate that eventual move? Do you- I had totally forgotten this, but I saw somebody tweet it that Anthony Davis wore Boogie Cousins jersey during the All Star game. Imagine standing for a guy and wearing his jersey, then he leaves to go to the Warriors for twenty million dollar pay cut. <laughs> well, I mean, if the reports are true, his team didn't offer him. To not even offer him. Yeah, so it's that would make me pretty upset. It's not a boogie thing, you know. It's a Pelicans thing, so it's gonna be weird. I mean, it's it, if Boston gets him, I'm done. I'm just done. Anthony Davis? No, I'm not done. It's fine. That's fine. But no, I mean, then then okay, Boston gets him. Then they meet in the finals. Boogie versus the Brow. Boogie versus the, the Brow final. in the finals. Man, how bad is the NBA want a Lakers Celtics finals? They're gonna they're gonna do Gosh. everything in their mind to make that happen. Adam Silver talking with RC Buford right now. Um, Adam, or uh, make this. Hey, R- hey, RC. So uh, you guys getting on that Kawhi Leonard trade? You uh, you gonna send Kawhi Leonard? Well, what's it gonna cost, right? Fifty million. You gonna send him? You gonna send him over? You gonna gonna trade him? Why don't you take uh, Lonzo's? Good. Take Lonzo. You want Lonzo? All right, I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> and so are the listeners, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom.